The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Sapphire Master. My pronouns are him, his, and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers! What are we drinking today? Dos Amardillos Añejo. Tequila. Dos Amardillo Añejo. Mm-hmm. I think I love this stuff. Super great. Beautiful color. Yeah, golden, for sure. Lovely aroma. Wow, that's really good. Why is that good right now? Like, when I think of the Reposado, I love the but That's really good. It's great. Maybe we do just like them both. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just like tequila. Yeah. Yeah, we're drinking tequila because it's sunny out. It's so beautiful out. Yeah. It, like, er, even early in the morning, like at 8. It was lovely out this morning. It was beautiful. Yeah. The sun coming up, the light was lovely. Mm. Just, it was lovely. The whole yeah. the whole day is going to be perfect. We're going to go a barbecue later. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Deliciousness. Okay, chapter 16. Yes. So she's working with more clients this time. She's shut up working with clients, yeah. Yeah, underneath Erica's... Supervision. Yeah. yeah. She's being mentored, but it's kind of an interesting way of mentoring. She's just letting her do she's whatever she wants. She's standing back. She's standing back and watching. Yeah, she did pull out, because she knows her client well enough to pull out the implements she thought would be useful for the session. Mm-hmm. Well, she also set up the scene, right? She created... She created the scene. She said, you're going to be naked and quiet. And you only get yeah, to say red. to the client when they came Yeah, you in. only get to red out. And to uh, Amy, who is Catherine in the dungeon, she said, if he reds out, you're done. Mm-hmm. But here's an assortment of tools to use. And, you know, she named some of the tools. And some of these things are, you know, neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But some of them are things you and I would agree would require skill to use. Right. Things like the violet wand. Yeah. So, you know, we're kind of in the same boat as we were before where she's stepping into a dungeon. She doesn't really have any skills. She's being asked to act as a dominant. Mm-hmm. Now, now I think at this point she has skills enough to do flogging and things like that as loosely as I can understand from what has happened in prior instances when she was being trained with that first guy. Yeah, I mean, you we don't I mean? know. Because it was impact type play. 
Yeah, we, we don't know if this is the same day or if this is another day. I assume it's the same day, so it's yeah. the second client on the same day. Yeah, yeah. So there's really not – she's no further developed as a dominant in her skill set as a dominant, although she's being encouraged by Erica because she's naturally dominant. Yeah. So those things are that's, – yeah. that's where she is. And if we can suspend our disbelief for a minute and go, okay, so what's the scene – Mm-hmm. It's a hot scene. It is a hot scene. You know, it's a yeah. hot scene. Here's this willing submissive, naked, laying there while this sexy dominatrix plays with toys on him. I'll have to say, because I was reading to you today. Yes. And I got to the point where she got the scissors and I said, I'm going to stop reading so I don't go ahead. And yes. I'm going to tell you what I would do with those scissors. Yeah. And I immediately said, I would cut his underwear off. So you're Catherine. Yes. So it's hilarious because that's exactly where it went a few paragraphs later. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's a hot scene and she's playing with these toys. And then we both sort of looked at each other when she pulls out the Violet One because we both know, and we know this because we've talked to Violet One people. We've talked to three different people using Violet Ones. Yeah. And there's the potential to do harm. Yeah. Major. I mean, it's a major, it's not something frivolous type of a piece of equipment that we'd want anyone in the lay world that hasn't been exposed to it to just think, oh, I can just get a while on and start using it. We're just basically trained, you know. Yeah, but but let's just be honest. Not anyone can just grab this and start using it. Right. It's probably smarter to have some basic training in that device so you understand both how it works and And the grounding and and the electrodes and so on. So, you know, that's something that... Hopefully, at least we can assume that if she just picked it up and used it, mm-hmm. that in the background, maybe Erica had trained her on how to do that. That's what just I'm wasn't thinking. spoken to. We just have to assume that. Yeah, I'm going to assume that. Yeah. So a couple things about this particular chapter are interesting. One is there's this sort of conversation about how money's handled. Mm-hmm. So we had this conversation before where professional dominatrix practice comes as as close to the line of sex work as it is without being sex work. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, it's not illegal to be naked in front of somebody. It's not illegal to. For someone to touch themselves themselves in front of you. you, Right. So at the same time, he's paying for a seed, he's ejaculating. And so there's a handing off of cash. And like she said, I never ask for the money. They always leave it behind. And but if they want, but if they forget, or if they want another recession, they better pay. They had to have paid, right? Right. So there's this. It's a professional service. It's sex work, mm-hmm. but it's not prostitution. Correct. So that's kind of the gray area. Yeah. yeah. And you know these guys are clearly willing to leave wads of cash behind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's been the practice that Amy has experienced in on her own journey with mm-hmm. the man that she's encountered right. without Erica. And she's now having that experience with Erica. So there's a clear conversation about how money's handled. Mm-hmm. And then separately from that, Erica shares her files. And yeah, detail she, files and the secrets that are contained the, the, within. Really the secrets, right. Mm-hmm. And makes the observation that these are for Amy's eyes alone. Yeah, and it's professional. They're treating right. it like it's a HIPAA. Right situation. I mean, that's exactly the consideration. I get that there's a borderline on sex work here and 
in people's jobs or communities they don't want them to know but that would be no different than hipaa for medical too you right. you can't just go talk well this person has cancer and i've been treating him for cancer yeah. you, there's protections sure. on all those things it's the same rights yeah so what we have is erica suddenly making the decision that she's leaving the next day she moved her trip up yeah now all of a sudden it's on Amy and Amy's kind of freaked out. She's and like, the two assistants are going to be back for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so she's sort of on her own. Yeah, and she's freaked out, and she has eyes wide open on all these implements, and she gets like where her power lies. Mm-hmm. And you know, Erica's pretty nonchalant. She goes, "Well, I just have to look for everyone's personal tell, you know, whether it's their toes or their eyebrows or their." Jaw clenching. But I'm also you know. sure Erica's throwing us in her charts and files, basically. Might have and noted that. Yeah. I think she probably notes. Yeah. And she said for Amy to add her own notes to the files would be helpful yeah. in her absence. Well, that's a reasonable expectation, right? It's reasonable to say if you see one of my clients and you learn something, write it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we are. We're at the point where Eric is about to bugger off. Mm hmm to Europe. So she's a phone call away, but not close. Yeah. And it's up to Amy to take on these really to her brand new clients. Like even though she's got notes on them, she doesn't have a dynamic relationship dynamic with Mm -hmm. them. True. And she's going to have to develop that. And she's met a couple of the clients and she's seen both how they interact with Erica and Eric interacts with them Mm -hmm. and so she's got an expectation for how the dungeon flow will go Mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting to watch the next few chapters to see what unfolds yeah you know suspension of disbelief requires that we just believe that amy's competent in the yeah delivery systems as a dom yeah which I think, you know, we can do because it's a book. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So chapter 17 will be interesting. It will be. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!